please be advised. Spoiler alert episode. Spoiler. Please be advised. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Greetings, everyone. How about a Thor spoiler up? You want that? You want that hot action? You've demanded it, and you know there's only one person that could have done this. <laughs> who's that laughing? Who got? Who's laughing? Who is playing a Marvel game on their phone before they <laughs> before they did this? And who called me <laughs> and said uh, you're going to do a spoiler up, right? You got and uh, and uh, can I be on? Can I be yes, on? And, and I said, well, initially we had Jamie Flam, right? Uh, and and Jackie responded to that by, oh, you're going in a non-cation direction? <laughs> yeah. I saw her. We did a show together Thursday, and after the show, she was like, oh, I got to get going. As she was getting in her car, I could tell she was a little mad. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be honest. She was like, no, no, yeah, I got you. You got Jamie. I'm not doing it. No, that's cool. I get it. I was like, oh, Cation's a little ticked off that she's not doing the thing. <laughs> and, and then, and then. Something happened to Jamie Flam, you guys. I don't yeah. know if you guys Weird. know this. Yeah. Weird. Russian mafia. Yeah. Armenian mafia. Yeah. Yep. Had a little accident. Got uh, his uh, mm. knee hit with a crowbar. That's weird. He exactly. fell down a flight of stairs while Jackie was on stage in front of a couple hundred <laughs> all, alibis. A all... <laughs> <laughs> couple hundred alibis, you guys. That's the name of my next album. Speaking <laughs> of alibis, we have an ad read today. What, you we son have of a, a bitch? How could you possibly do that? <laughs> Uh, this episode is brought to you today by ZipRecruiter. Oh, yeah. Now, ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards with just one click. Then ZipRecruiter puts its smart matching technology to work, actively notifying qualified candidates about your job within minutes of posting so you receive the best possible matches. Look, you, you're looking for somebody for your job. You don't want to go through a 1,000 job boards. You want to go no. through ZipRecruiter and have them do it for you. Exactly. But come on. You're not going to do it. Uh, we're not going to let you do it for full price. That would no. be crazy. You're a listener to this show. That means perks, especially if you're a hiring manager. You actually <laughs> can go to ZipRecruiter.com slash CFN to try it for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash CFN. Try ZipRecruiter for free. A lot of you guys run little. You run your own businesses. This is a great way to go find uh, nice... Uh, High-end talent. I made that yes. sound creepy. Yeah. I sound like a guy running a strip club. Nice high-end talent. Nice yeah. high-end <laughs> talent. <laughs> but ZipRecruiter.com could do that. Mm -hmm. Get get the best people for your company. You really should. Have them pre-screened. You know? God, we always forget to do that. I know. I'm right here, guys. <laughs> <Yeah. Jesus. laughs> now we do that joke every time we have a ZipRecruiter yeah. ad. I so, like it. So speaking of um, high-end, high-quality people and running your own business, don't we have something else to promote, Grant? You know, Jamie Flam was going to be on the show to promote. Um, until something happened to until him. Until something, well. Hmm. It is unfortunate, isn't it? Yeah, it's weird. But here's the good news. <laughs> he has a Kickstarter. <laughs> there you uh, go. <laughs> you can support him and probably his medical bills. Yeah. Yes. No. <laughs> He's starting a new comedy and music venue. It's fantastic. I actually, it's the, it's the uh, Hayworth Theater, which is um, just sort of west of downtown L.A. It's a really cool space. It was built in the 20s. It is, and it's being remodeled. And so he's doing a Kickstarter for it. And um, it's called, uh, if you just go to kickstarter.com and then search Dynasty at the Hayworth, you can see, and they, they got nine days left and there's cool stuff. You can Put money and get your name on the wall. Like you've been to a theater and you'll see like donor wall. You could have your name on there. It's you gonna get tickets to shows. 
Yeah, Jamie Flam used to uh, book the Hollywood Improv. Right. We all worked there. He was really cool. He was instrumental in kind of starting the lab and mm-hmm. yep. um, curated he, talent. Yeah. Yeah, and then he also had these weird secret shows where he'd wear a hat. Yeah. And uh, and there'd be music and stuff. So he's he's eclectic. He knows all different kinds of comics and musicians and performers and stuff. So I'm looking forward to the show at the Hayward. I mean, he'll put on some great shows. At he, the I yes. think that's sort of his his vibe, and it didn't quite I mean, it sort of worked with the improv, but the improv's pretty old school comedy club. He wanted like More this corporatized. Yeah, he wanted like a music different kind of artists and 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 I think this theater is the best thing for where he his sensibilities and he's been really good to to so many of us and so you got to back this guys if you you can be a part of this cool theater we're going to be doing comedy film nerd shows there Jackie's going to be doing shows there we're all yep. going to be doing really interesting stuff we've already, we've been talking about doing We've been talking about doing comedy film nerd like live commentary shows. Yes. Like our version of MST3K basically. And I told him about that. He goes, yes, absolutely. So you guys are getting involved on a cool thing. So kickstarter.com and then just search. It's got a really long URL. So just search Dynasty at the Hayworth and support Jamie Flam. they got nine days left to make And what's their funding goal? Hundred thousand dollars. Well, you know it's not impossible if if, if we did it. <laughs> we did it. These guys can. Yeah. And you can do it at the last minute. So uh, and board games get a million. So everybody yeah. throw some mm-hmm. cash at yeah. this guy. Mm-hmm. Board games get a million. board games do get a million. That's a not million even an exaggeration. Not at and, all. and I know, I know they have good toy value, but just think of the toy value of at the Hayworth with yes. stand-up comics. Yep, you're supporting really cool uh, live performing in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. So be a part of it check it out and there's only a couple days left come on nine days so thor ragnarok let's talk about it first let's talk about those stingers at the end that's thanos's ship right that had to be it would look like his chin right yeah (laughs) (laughs) it was i turned to annie i said that's thanos's ship right and uh he was like yeah it looked like it it looked like it and then um now do you think loki took the cosmic cube at the end I don't know why. When he, he walked past it, why wouldn't he? Right. Why wouldn't he? To already kind of make a deal with Thanos. Yeah. At some point. At one point, he's just going to be standing next to Thanos, like he was standing next to the, the the not the collector, the uh, uh, Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> but he's he's one of the he's one of the not the endless, but he's one of the elders. Like there's the collector, and this guy was the grandmaster, and then there's um. Who are the uh, ego is one of the uh, the 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 living planet right yeah ego the living planet it there's also um a, whatever I mean there's there's the gardener remember the gardener no from the from the comic books he was like the collector is it was played by D- Del Toro or mm-hmm. Benito right yeah Del Toro, Del Toro. Yeah, yeah. yeah and uh, so Jeff Goldblum plays the Grandmaster they are siblings. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they're they're, they're all related. As is mm-hmm. Ego, the Living Planet, even though no blue lip, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and uh, and and also the gardener who created the blue thing on on the moon, the sort of the blue zone. Right. It's where the watcher watches. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it has air and stuff, and mm-hmm. the Inhumans lived there for a while. Mm-hmm. You know who didn't live there? The Draculas. Right. Uh, <laughs> it was when Deadpool goes to the dark side of the moon and fights the Draculas. The I laugh. <laughs> and he keeps calling him the Draculas, and they're like, no, it's one guy named Dracula. We're vampires. <laughs> and he's like, whatever, Draculas. And uh, <laughs> it's very funny. Anyway, but Jeff Goldblum. It was, but I, I loved it. Did you? Yeah, it was a really uh, fun it was movie. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. I, you know, the the when we talked about this in the regular episode, but the fun 
that was the sense of humor. You know, the last Thor, I was not a huge fan of because it's a lot of, you know. Because it was basically you and I talking about Lord of the Rings. It was Lord <laughs> of the Rings the with a hammer. You know what I mean? It yeah. was a lot of Glebe Norby <laughs> business that no, I just couldn't get into. Fr- you've just... got Frost Giants and Dark Elves. Yeah. Graham checks out. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I was a little worried about how funny it was because I was mm-hmm. like, are they doing so quippy because Guardians is so popular? Right. Because I liked a more serious, like there's, like obviously this is taken from- You're a long way from Kenneth Branagh. Oh, very much so. And mm-hmm. and, and the further away from him we go, I'm happier. Mm-hmm. I'm, it's not my place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kenneth Branagh, you're doing vital work out there. I know you're listening to Comedy Film Nerds. <laughs> anyway, uh, but what I thought was, what I it was a bit of a mess, didn't I, what I thought it was is it was a very much a graphic novel. Like it was, it was, it felt like six, five or six issues of a comic book. Where, why do you say that? Why, well, just, well, because it was like the first part. He's in the basket and he's oh, fighting Surtur, right? Right. The fire giant guy, and uh, and I think in a comic book situation, twenty two pages later, clearly the end of that one was with the reveal of fake Odin. Oh. Right. Loki. Mm-hmm. Okay, next, and then a month later you get a comic book and it opens up with uh, Thor and Loki and the senior center and then Odin and then Odin dies and then um, and then there, Hela follows them on the bridge and then that one ends when they get both get kicked off the bridge. Mm-hmm. Episode, issue two, right? Legacy right. issues, number two. And then the three and four and five are like split issues where we follow Hela subjugating the, the Asgard and Thor and Loki and and Hulk, you know, like parallelly. Like the first one, let's see, it goes, Hel subjugates Asgard and Heimdall steals the sword mm-hmm. and her and Scourge raise the dead. Right, and, the executioner. Yes. So, but he uh, he doesn't stay the executioner. Redemption. Yes, he does. Which I love. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're like... Yeah, but horrible guy. Feel free to kill him. Right. <laughs> Redemption, but there at the end of his life. <laughs> and he, you know, he essentially literally takes a bu- bullet. I or... think uh, one of my, fa- out of all the jokes, and there were plenty of them in the movie, I think yeah. one of my favorite ones was actually delivered by Kate Blanchett when she's talking about the executioner. It's like, you know, when you're the executioner, you don't just execute people, you execute a vision, but mostly you execute people. <laughs> She was, she was so, so great. Yes. It was the one of the best villains. <laughs> she freaking nailed it upon nailed it. Oh, it was so it. awesome. Her arrogance about and 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 we've seen this uh you know, we've seen somebody like a, a bad a bad guy do this before, like, you can't beat me, I'm so arrogant. But to have her do it was like it's fucking brought right. something so new to and it. And Thor couldn't beat her. Couldn't no. beat her. No one could beat her. No one could beat her. And she'd walk in there and they, and they're like that one, I forget his name, who's like, you have taken the throne illegally or whatever. And she's like, all right, if you guys want to fucking, you should just, I'm, and watch me walk over your dead body. I'm going to just, uh, I'm going to eat your children, so go for it. I, I, yeah, her arrogance was amazing. And then she reveals the story behind the story when right. the false oh, ceiling. She breaks the fall. Yeah. And, and then you're like, oh. The original oh, tiles. Hello. Yeah, Odin so had a talk- little sordid past. Yeah. Like, who who likes to whitewash the past, huh? Well, uh, Odin uh, hiding his daughter from everybody? Like, Yeah, yeah. And Hela, and and it was, yeah, craziness. And she she just was just freaking awesome. And then, but she was, she had such a great arc because her meeting the fire giant at the end going, damn it, this was the prophecy. I can't beat the fire giant. And so, 
I'm sure she got sent back to Hella. And, uh, and Clay and now, and now rules it. And now rules is Hell it, again. Isn't she like the ruler of yeah, the, uh, she's the, head of, the she, Hades or whatever, yeah. the Norse version? Hell with one L. Right. And her name is Hella. <laughs> so also do like uh, Clay Blanch- Kate Blanchett hasn't played a lot of villains. No. Usually so, she's a good guy. She's always the, you know, pure as the driven snow, mm-hmm. fighting the good fight. So to see her just be like, no, now, I'm a- actors time and of actresses life. always say things like, uh, she accepted the role in the movie to please her children who are Marvel Comics fans. She said uh, that? Uh, but Blanchett's yes. eldest son, Dashiell John Upton, suggested she <laughs> take the role of Hela, saying it be a career boost. Now, it, it fascinates <laughs> me. It's like... Why, did first, why does your son have three first names? Right. <laughs> <laughs> John Upton Sinclair oh. would have been the best. Oh my God, uh, it would have been. <laughs> but, but uh, like, she, welcome she to the jungle. She unfortunately has played a villain before, guys. If you remember the Crystal Skull, Indiana Jones. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, she played the she played she, the Russian yeah. Russian with the bob yeah. haircut. That's right. Yeah, I forgot about that. She probably the time of her life though. Yeah, maybe. And, uh, just so, which, just a didn't. horrible oh, accent. Like I always <laughs> say that. Well, I'm, <laughs> we it's like I'm doing the Harry Potter movies for like oh, because my kids want me to do them. Like really. You've never heard of this giant franchise before? You've never right. heard of Marvel movies? You know? Right. That's why Jeff Goldblum did it. Right. It wasn't because exactly. he needed work. No, Everyone... no, no. He loves that apartment app. <laughs> that apartment finding app where you float through space and get a good apartment. And it's not like Kate Blanchett isn't 50 and like, no, I need, yeah, anything? You got something? Yeah. Let's do this. I'm 50 and you're going to let me wear a bodysuit and kick ass. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. in. I'm in. Tell everybody board. I'm 32. Exactly. Let's do this. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing too I loved was uh, so Jeff Goldblum. She's a good kick-ass fifty. Oh, Give her a lot she's of credit. Fifty, man. Sure. That's a, she's the new thirty. Yeah. Um, uh, t- I love to uh, Tessa Thompson as Valkyrie. Tessa Thompson yes. was the girlfriend That's in Creed. Opposite, oh, is she? Yeah, she's the girlfriend in Creed opposite Michael B. Jordan. She's right. Which she's great in that. This was cool. I like this too because we haven't seen we've seen the the unwilling hero. That yes. doesn't. She's a Valkyrie. I don't care. Right. I saw she's the last Valkyrie. La- I saw mm. them all slaughtered. I'm not going back. I don't. I'm trying to think of. Have we seen a lot of women play this like boozy? I don't want to be a hero. Tank girl. Reluctant Tank hero. Girl. <laughs> wow. That's going back. Wow. Tank girl. I fucking love the Lori Petty girl. masterpiece. <laughs> <of Lord. laughs> I fucking love Tank Girl. It makes me laugh. That all the even money even went Buffy wasn't boozy. <laughs> <laughs> all the money went into the tank and the jets jet. Nothing went into the suits with the rabbit people. <laughs> they were out of suit. They were out of money. Anyway, so I gotta say, was, I'm sorry. Real quick, new. though, we need to acknowledge the fact: over 400 episodes, first time we've ever had a Tank Girl reference. I think on the show, I really don't think we've ever had one. Uh, rewatch. I think Tank we're Girl. getting. Think we're, I'm think we're going to get a point of order on that. Someone <laughs> point of order us. Episode blah blah blah. You reference Tank Girl. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. But no, Tessa right. Thompson. She was great as Valkyrie. <laughs> I, right. And she was a badass. And those flashbacks. That was the only time. That Loki thing, when he, when he made her remember the yes. flashback, that was super powerful. I loved that. That it was, was a good scene. It was, that was the that was one of only like three scenes, I think, where I went, oh, now I wish I was in 3D. Mm-hmm. Oh. The Valkyries, that on scene horses? on 3D yeah, and the, the horses, yeah. that would have been fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's the yeah. one scene I was like, ooh, 3D, that would have rocked. That so. would have been great. And it was the, it was one of the th- two or three scenes, and I, at offhand, you'll probably remind me, is where I felt like it it reached that other level of, of Marvel movie that I love, 
when it has when it's not just quippy you know superhero i love a superhero i love quippy i love hero actiony stuff but i like it when there's a point you yeah, know yeah, i love right. it when and the fact that loki can make you remember the thing you don't want right. to remember mm. and she was like i fucking hate you part of his uh wizarding powers yeah uh, oh now- the doctor strange Oh, yeah, the Doctor Strange cameo was great. Oh, man. Yeah, that was really fun. That was a great and, uh, cameo. And it was a great ending to the cameo. Like, it was, it looked like they were about to fight. It was like, oh, you, you're some kind of sorcerer? I'll show you. Okay, goodbye. Yeah, so awesome. Don't let the door, don't let the portal hit you in yeah. the yeah. <laughs> Just fucking, if you keep lipping off, I'm going to portal you. No. You know? Which so is no, fantastic. So I've been falling for a half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> that was such a great line. That was line. great. That was such a great line. So now, Jackie, I have a question for you. At okay. the, uh, the, the Grandmaster's Tower, there were statuettes of his champions, uh, and there were Easter eggs from Marvel Comics. Now, they had the Greek god Ares. Okay. They had uh, Beta Ray Bill, who okay. was kind of like an alien Thor. He's the alien, th- yeah, he's the alien Thor. Um, he's like a, what, what is Beta Ray? Is he just, does he just look like a horse, or what am I thinking? Yes, that's the one. Okay, that's yeah. It. And then uh, Man-Thing. <laughs> Oh, I missed that. So one. and then, but now the one I did I'd never heard of was the android monster, the Bi Beast. Who's that? Oh my God, I don't know. I don't know who the Bi Beast is. Oh, all right, no. we're gonna get an email. It's a, a fail, Cation fail. <laughs> oh, Should have had like, flam on the show. And they didn't have throg. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they didn't have throg, <laughs> which no is the throg. Thor Thor frog. Uh, Thor frog is actually awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. Thor Frog is an actual frog that is Thor, and uh, he hangs out with the Pet Avengers with Lockjaw, and uh, it's great. Uh, I know I sound ridiculous. Uh, frog I feel Thor. like you're making something. There are I Pet feel Avengers. Like you're, you're... Someone did. Someone did make something up, <laughs> yeah, and they made, the pet, <laughs> they made up the Pet Avengers. But I was going to tell you, the Valkyrie, uh, they called her uh, Scavenger, Scrounge, Scrapper 142, mm-hmm. because the first time that Valkyrie... She was the last Valkyrie, right? And they just, in, in the credits, they just call her Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. Well, she had a name, and it was Brunhild. And uh, she was in episode, issue 142 of uh, Hulk. It was, wait, was it a Hulk or was it a, it must have been a, what, I forget, ah, dang it. But it was issue 142 of the first comic that she was in, mm-hmm. in 1972. Uh, that was, is I awesome. That up. I had to look it up, but I was like, why 142? You knew it meant something. Because this is a big piece of the Planet Hulk storyline was yep. this movie. Yep, the mm-hmm. scar. And I read it because Matt Weinhold uh, <laughs> insisted. He was like, here's a graphic novel about the Hulk. And I'm like, I never care about the Hulk, but I will take your graphic novel. And then it was great. It was fast. And I loved the Bruce Banner, you know, I don't want to be the Hulk again, and you will notice. Spoiler alert: uh, we're the whole episode uh, is. The- oh, real quick, did we say that at the top of the show? We we're forgot gonna- to say it. Oh, uh, too late. Well, mm-hmm. you know what it's called. It's, we're going to give away the yeah, endings. We exactly. Gave away <laughs> a- we started at the uh, at the endings. Right, yeah. and he and he doesn't turn back to Bruce Banner at the end of the movie. He's still the Hulk at the end of the movie. Right, and you're like. Uh oh. <laughs> that was well. That was I. We, I, I wanted to get into this more because that scene where where uh, Bruce Banner comes out of and Mark Ruffalo is all like, "I've been how long have I been the Hulk?" And that scene with Thor, which was kind of funny, but also like, oh, heartbreaking, heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Like, oh God, he's been stuck. And you don't you don't like me and Thor with his quippy. No, I like you better than the Hulk. Yeah. No, I like the Hulk better than you. Mm-hmm. And you're like, D- don't belittle the scene. Let the s- I wanted the scene to have more gravitas. Yeah. You know? But 
That was a time where it was a, a little jokey, although the laugh where he goes, I'm as important or I'm as much of a hero as, and he goes, really? Like that fucking made me laugh out loud. The, wait, what was the thing that the, the ship said? The the strongest superhero or whatever? Oh, yeah, the strongest Avenger. The yeah. strongest Avenger, like, that, know, made, like, that made no, me laugh. Point break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, one, one of the things I was uh, really interested uh, to see, too, is like the way they tied together, like, everything from Avengers and Civil War, like, because when you watch the movie Civil War, your first two questions are like, well, everyone is in this except Thor and the Hulk. Where are they? And it ties in, oh, no, they were off on this other planet. Like, that that's how closely the timelines are watched in these movies, which yeah, is yeah. really cool. That so is. to put everything together, like when we get the Avengers Infinity War, where literally everyone is going to be in them. The greatest idea for a one-shot, Andy Ashcraft, my fella. Uh, <laughs> the dude I'm married to has the greatest idea. F- Remember, uh, in Ultron, Avengers Ultron, um, everyone was everyone was at that party except for Pepper and Jane Foster. Remember, mm-hmm. and Andy wants there to be a one shot where they're just at dinner during that party, like at, at like a, a, a Bechtel test dinner where they're not <laughs> discussing either of their boyfriends and they're just talking about science and business and organizing their own lives mm-hmm. and they never like Thor doesn't come up Iron Man doesn't come up that just would Jane, be awesome the greatest Marvel one shot never made mm-hmm. you guys the they, stopped, they stopped making those, those I know it I know it and, and it's they, not like they ran out of money no no <laughs> yeah, they didn't true. have it in the budget and they uh, and they were they got each one got better too the Mandarin one was fantastic oh the Mandarin one was so good yeah it was like because the uh, you know this is getting off topic a little bit, but when we, t- when we remember when the Mandarin turned out to be j- basically an actor, yeah. and fans yes. were upset <laughs> that were like, well, no, you wasted an actual villain in the Marvel universe. Now we can't use that uh, villain. No, in the one shot that came after that, it kind of sets up the stage that may, that may not necessarily be the case. No, no, they. <laughs> uh, I think that I mean the thing is, is you can't. I mean, the fact, why wouldn't the Mandarin throw an actor as a decoy, right. you know, because mm-hmm. just to be murdered and then he can still work from the background. The Mandarin's right. pretty, he's a, he's a great, I wonder who would play that. Well, the, uh, I mean, and, and the one shot was like, well, now, you know, the person who you're impersonating is kind of upset and he wants to meet <laughs> you. So he breaks him out of prison yep. to meet the actual Mandarin. And it was Gandhi. <laughs> who played, who played? Uh, ben the, Kingsley. Ben Kingsley. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So what do we? Uh, let's go into the act, the actual ending, right? Yes. So so Hela gets defeated by by fire the giant? Fire, fire giant monster. Everybody yeah, gets sorta. away, sort of. And Asgard gets destroyed. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, the foundation's still there. That rock guy. Right. He's like, no. That was the director too. That's oh, who played the rock guy. They're part of the rock okay. guy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. It was his voice. It, it sounded familiar. I don't know why. It's you know what it sounded like. It sounded like one of the Flight of the Concords guys. Well, that's yeah, a, he was heavily involved in Flight of the Concords. Yeah. Oh, was he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, yeah. So at the end of the, they're on that ship, that freighter, with all the Asgardians. The remaining Asgardians, except right. for the army that she slaughtered. <laughs> right. And at the end, the real Ragnarok comic book, all the Asgardians are killed, including mm-hmm. Thor. Really? Oh, okay. In the comic book, it took three years for him to come back. Mm-hmm. And I, I think Bendis killed him. And uh, Doesn't yeah. Bendis kill everybody? Bendis fucking kills everybody, you guys. And it's just like, dick. stop killing people. <laughs> just write an ending that doesn't involve <laughs> killing pe- the, the hero. It's, uh, and then it took three years to bring Thor back and, and everybody back. So, 
Um, and then I think it was Aaron or it was either Aaron. Yeah, it was Jason Aaron uh, who, who brought him back first. And then Straczynski, I think, uh, when Thor comes back as Dr. Donald Blake. Mm-hmm. And he had an alter ego. I don't know if you ever remember. Anyway, and Loki was a lady in that comic book art. It was kind of weird. But there was a great. Uh, I digress completely from the movie. No, to tell we're you fascinated. That was a, <laughs> please continue. There was a Jason Aaron uh, arc before M, before um, No More Mutants. It was pr- probably 2003 or 2004, where Jason Aaron, uh, one of the spinoffs of this giant like m- m- thing crossover thing that Marvel does every fucking year, uh, but there was one issue and it was about a planet of Thors, and all the Thors were cops. The Thors were cops, <laughs> and uh, with hammers. With hammers, they all had hammers, and they were all different Thors. And uh, the Thor that most related to and Doctor, it was when oh, it was when all the bad guys split up the universe, and Doctor Doom had a planet, and his police force his were Thors, and it was and the name of the uh, the name of the. Uh, comic like if you get the graphic novel i think it's just called thors with a plural not a z uh, and J- and jason aaron <laughs> wrote it and it was great it was it was the one where on every and in, in every planet in every parallel universe uh somebody was going i think it was loki was going through and killing all the jane fosters oh and um wow yeah so it was in every universe in every universe and uh they had missed uh he had he, in the thor universe they had missed her, I think, and so oh, they she had got to, Sarah Connor. She got Sarah Connor. They missed one, and mm. then thus the regular timeline could be restored. Mm. Talk about a spoiler, you guys! <laughs> but the Thors actually is actually really funny because the Thors all talk like Thors, and they talk to each other like Thors, and so it's really funny to say the word Thors a bunch. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> anyway, but yeah, but so the so what do you guys? Th- so they're all going to go back to Earth. With the Asgardians, I'm sure the Norwegians are psyched about the influx of refugees coming from Asgard <laughs> to live on that cliff. Well, wasn't uh, yeah, wasn't that where um, Odin? He turned said, "This into is dust? where." That's where he, yeah, that's where he went into Sparkle Fairy Dust. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I'm, yeah I'm, so that might be the new Asgard, Norway. Could be. You remember it was above um, Branson, Missouri, for a little bit, or what? Where was it? Oklahoma. Branson, Missouri, it by that casino. That uh, it was right above the Indian of Willie casino. Nelson. It was there was a <laughs> Thor that lurked that loomed over some tiny town, I think in Oklahoma, in one of the arcs as well. And I can't remember. It was when he came back when Straczynski wrote him back as Doctor Donald Blake. For some reason, Asgard existed in the air above a city. And that's when Hammer came in and was like, "We own this airspace. You're gonna oh, it was, it was Roxxon. It was it was not Exxon, but the bad guys in in Marvel that are oil bad guys mm. are called Roxxon. Nice, clever, nice. clever twist. Yeah. Anyway, or so. not Bobel. <laughs> <laughs> the fracking that was going on, I think, it was called. G- no, I don't know what it was called. Um, so they're gonna come back and they're gonna what? Drag Loki's going back with them. I mean, Loki even says in the end, are you sure you want to bring me back to Earth? <laughs> right. Like, says it. Do you really want to do this? Yeah. Uh, so, and I think what what's, you know, my my theory is, like I said at the top, is that he has the Cosmic Cube, and he's going to give it to Thanos, and it's going to cause a ton of problems right from the get-go launching Infinity War. Yeah. Yeah, so, it is. Because, uh, you know, if <laughs> he, gonna... Loki's not going to walk by the Cosmic Cube and not take it. No, there's no <laughs> way. Yeah. And when, so how, where are we at here in terms of what what are the next Marvel movies to come out, and then when do we get to Infinity War? First of all, I have a quick question because I've been rewatching the movies. The Cosmic Cube I thought was with the Collector. 
Like at the end of right. uh, was at the at the end of First Avenger, they bring the Asgardians bring the cosmic cube to the collector, and the and they say why doesn't Asgard want to keep the Tesseract? And they say we can't have two infinity infinity stones in one place. Well, yeah, it never gets explained how it got back there. Right. Well, except for the remember, uh, Hela is walking through that hall, and mm-hmm. she knocked over the Infinity Gauntlet and said fake. Right. So maybe Loki steals a fake Tesseract, mm-hmm. fake Cosmic Cube. Maybe. We won't know for a little while. Right. Anyway, uh, so. But th- by the what way, what is Infinity War? Is that twenty nineteen or twenty? Or it's not next year, is it? Is it? No, uh, I, 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 it might. I don't know. 2018. Aaron might know. Aaron, can you tell us when uh, the next Avengers Infinity War movie is? The first of three. Um, Now, (laughs) keep in mind, too, 2017, this is the first year that three Marvel movies came out. What three? Normally, it's just two. There's Thor. Yeah, there was Thor, Guardians, and Spider-Man. Oh, and and Spider-Man was the crossover with Sony, right? Now, technically, yeah, Yeah. they made that movie for Sony, but it was still a Marvel production. Yeah, and it was great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, it was fantastic. Man, the 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 first time. But remember when it was like a big vulture. deal when we would get one superhero movie in the summer a year, and then that was like, all right, well, this is the big summer blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, now this year we got three. Yeah, it's it's almost too many, except for that I love them. As yes. of now, <laughs> Infinity War is slated for May fourth of next year. Of twenty nineteen. Twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Yeah. Okay. May the fourth. Yeah. That's gonna be, be with a you. Twenty eighteen. Yeah, Infinity. So then it goes, so Black Panther and then Infinity War, right? Or th- yeah. Well, that yes. sounds right. Wow. What's Does it have a listed budget on Infinity War? It's got to be $300 million at least. Really? It has to be. Oh, because, just because of staffing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but above the line alone. Above the line alone. It's $150 million in graphics. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that Black Panther movie, man. Oh. Are you guys reading either of those? or Because uh, it's uh, Tanahishi Coates, and I'm probably saying his name wrong. Famous for many things. Uh, I can Also uh, saying things, too. Yeah, he's an out loud guy. He yeah. guy talks out of his uh, out of his face hole, and uh, he's super smart. He's got, like, probably you know, Bruce Banner number of PhDs. And I know him because he writes the Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> but he wrote Black Panther and Black Panther and Crew. Black Panther and Crew was him and Luke Cage in uh, in in uh, in Harlem. It was pretty oh. great. Mm-hmm. Only six issues coming out in a graphic novel. Get on it, mm-hmm. Tanahishi Coates. I, I would read anything he wrote except for that some of it's hard, like it's nonfiction. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> well, let, let's. So what? What are your? What are your? Some of your favorite scenes from this film, from this movie? Oh, Jeff Goldblum. Uh, chewing up scenery. Oh God! Oh yeah! How about hilarious? Uh, how about the last line of the movie, of the last line of his his last line, which was, "Let's call it a tie." Yes. Oh yeah, where he yeah, comes out of the. the uh, oh my God! <laughs> yeah, the uh, from the uh, oh. stinger. Yeah. Yeah, it was a stinger. Oh, That's my. right. Let's call it a tie. Yeah. Oh God, I freaking love you. You're outstanding. Yep. You and can't I, have a revolution without someone to overthrow. So yeah, yep. You needed good, me. Yep. So let's call it <laughs> a tie. Call it a tie. <laughs> he, and I love they're like, what was the ship? It doesn't have guns. Oh, he would just use it for orgies. Like, yeah. <laughs> just, just what is he doing? Don't touch anything. <clears throat> right. It had kind of a little yeah. PG-13 in yeah. the in the sex and language thing. Ah, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. And thankfully, the, the, a lot of that went over the head of my children and it would and and, and that's yes. what that's i mean i remember seeing 
I didn't get Grease, you know, when I was right. 11. And right. really for the best. Because yes. if you've watched Grease, it's filthy. It is. Anyway, so. <laughs> it's completely filthy. <laughs> it's the Porky's for 11-year-old girls. <laughs> so, first Porky's reference, Tick. Uh, tank Girl and Porky's. Tank Girl and Porky's. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, what was your favorite? You got one? Well, it was the Valkyrie scene. The Valkyrie flashback oh, yeah. was my favorite yeah. scene. Um, I really, that, 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 that. You know, Tessa Thompson, um, just, you know, she's a young actress. She hasn't done much. I mean, so I really liked her in Creed. She just, but this was so different. And, um, yeah, I just love the, 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 her character realizing it was out. It was, she was, she was so great when she first, her coming into the scene, like when she fell off her ramp. Oh. And then mm-hmm. was like, no, he's mine. And then she got her, yeah, she yeah. got her, her her gauntlets to work. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then she could could transform her. Yeah, she does and, all right. that, and then and Thor's kind of like, oh, great, she saved me, and she's like, mm, lights out, get in the cage. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I, That's that it. was fucking great. So I, great. I'll tell you, I liked hearing, and you don't get to hear this very often, Led Zeppelin in a movie. Oh yeah, yeah. It yeah is they hard. never license their is, music. Isn't to that movies. was that that initial screaming song? What? Was that that, that yeah, was oh, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is that, Chris? What's that song called? So, uh, that's immigrant song. Immigrant song. Yes. Here's my. Uh, and, and you know, Led Zeppelin also often referenced Tolkien in their songs. Yes, yes. They, mm-hmm. So they were a bunch of nerds. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I like is that uh, this is what I like to refer to Led Zeppelin as that screaming band, right? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I was never into Zeppelin. Them, so. Never People, really. Gave a shit. Oh, the way they were them. used in this movie was great. It was yeah. perfect. How about this scene? Loki sitting next to Jeff Goldblum, sitting next to the the Grandmaster, and Hulk does his thwap, 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 thwap with All Thor, right. and he's like, see how that feels? Yeah. How does that yeah. feel? <laughs> <laughs> that was fantastic. Loki was great in this thing, and I love that, that Thor has started throwing things at him. That's mm. the best. Well, that's the thing I liked about it. That's such a great point is, so Loki, to me, in the past, I wasn't a huge, it was sort of like he was a little two-dimensional. In this movie, we got to see him be funny. We got to see, oh, he does kind of have a heart, but why, the, the resentments but, of his brother, but he is, you can't trust him. still can't trust him. Betraying, not betraying, betraying, mm-hmm. not betraying. Yeah, like when when Thor doesn't fall for the, the stealing of the leisure craft, that was great. Yeah, right. Where he's just like, why would you think? Why would you think that I would fall for it again and again and again? It's like, well, because you're not that bright. Yeah. And, uh, I loved Carl Urban as Scourge. I loved his dilemma of just like, I'm just the janitor. You know, he's 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 this big badass who's just like, I gotta survive because this lady's gonna kill me. And mm-hmm. you, then the dilemma of, I don't want to, I gotta cut this person's head off. Yeah. You know, and she's just like, do it. And he and he's ter- you see the fear and it was like that was so awesome. He's yeah. terrified of her. She's fucking pure evil. She can't be stopped. Mm-hmm. And what does he do? You yeah. know, because he's just like, oh, I gotta, I gotta. I, this I, is I, my job now. I gotta, that's my job. I gotta now. side with her so she doesn't fucking cut me open. So. Right. Mm-hmm. And, but and she's horrifying. <laughs> she's horrifying. So I'm now the the tool of the monster. Yeah. And then I don't want to be the tool of the monster anymore. Which is you know, there's some redemption there, which is great. It's uh didn't last long. Didn't last long, mm-hmm. but uh, his monsterhood didn't last long. But he was such mm-hmm. a dirtbag in the beginning when he had Heimdall's job, right? So <laughs> where he's just sitting there with the ladies talking about how he steals a bunch of stuff, like right. he has the two destroy. You know, he's got mm-hmm. the which combat nice callback, right. very Chekhovian. Mm-hmm. Why introduce a gun into the yes. plot if you're not going to? Yes, and uh, I always love a um, 
a machine gun that has no recoil and you can hold with one hand. <laughs> <laughs> yes. When will, yes. Okay, so buddy film, though. Interesting buddy film, right? Yeah. Buddy film, but also like father-son film. And oh, then... Such a, the father-son stuff. I mean, the, the one-on-one scenes with Odin, mm-hmm. you know, when Odin's sort of talking to, like... Oh, like when, when, when he's channeling the... When Owen's kind of saying like the lightning in the end, yeah, I'm checking out. Mm-hmm. When, when, and, right. and when they first see him in the old folks' home, and he's oh, yeah. just like, "Yeah, I'm, they're like, you got it." He's like, "No, my time's over. I'm done. Yeah. I'm. This is it. Yeah. You know, they're coming." For had me. a good run. Yeah, I had a good run. So now, do you think Thor's going to get his eye back? I hope so. I hate it when Thor, because in the comics, he also there's a part where he doesn't have the eye, and you're like. It's a little too on the nose, his mm-hmm. losing the eye. Yeah. yeah and, we already uh, have that with Odin one eye. We get it. It's we in his get name. It. Yeah, it's in his. Thor is. And then I want him to get his hammer back, too. Mm-hmm. But wow. because of the Marvel Cinematic, who knows if they will. Right. Well, that was the great thing, too, that Hela just crushed it like it was f- fucking tinfoil. Right. Yeah. That yeah. was amazing. Yeah, she's clearly another level of Asgardian oh. and uh, and the power of the firstborn and all this stuff and the mm-hmm. and the sorcery and and the goddess of death and the goddess of death mm-hmm. sure she is and uh, which means Thanos would have loved her yeah but uh, <laughs> <laughs> as he courts death and then let's see I had I think I had another another good uh, Satan's anus uh, the dumbest joke in the world. <laughs> yeah, that was, I was like, oh, come on. I know. It wasn't necessary. Right. I like that you could be knocked off the Bifrost Bridge. I love that when they were in that scene mm. where they got both get knocked off. And, um, and there was a giant wolf, too. Oh, giant wolf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, uh, everyone had something to do towards the end. Everyone had someone to fight, something yep. to do. You kind of have to keep everyone busy. It was it's like an Avengers movie. And I wonder. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be the hard thing with Infinity War because... Right, how are you going to keep everyone busy? Yeah, how are you going to keep them down on the farm after they've seen Perry? Is he going to be right. four <laughs> hours long? There's 64 main characters in that film. In Infinity War? Yes, no budget listed. I can oh, imagine. $640 million? Okay. <laughs> 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 Very possible. And, and still no Black Widow. Like, I want there to be a Black Widow Hawkeye movie. If, I know. If, yeah. you're, if you're only willing to do buddy movies with these people, uh, give them a, Haw- a buddy movie. You know, uh, Andy has the greatest plot for what happened. Um, we, we remember Budapest differently. Remember that line from, from the Avengers? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this yeah. reminds me of Budapest. You and I remember Budapest differently. <laughs> and uh, um, Andy has a great plot <laughs> for the Budapest. And I can't remember what it is, but it's all about memory, which is another reason why I can't remember it. But it's about <laughs> so, like somebody's memory being fucked with. and But it's kind of... Uh, but that would be a great mm-hmm. uh, movie as well. Just the Budapest. Show what happened. Show what happened mm-hmm. at the Budapest movie, please. Well, I- and, and fans have been asking for that for years now, for uh, yeah. a Black Widow Hawkeye movie. But we haven't, uh, I don't know if there's even one in development right now. I think Harvey Weinstein was on it. Oh. Yeah. He had to let that one mm-hmm. go. Where'd it go? May not go anywhere then. Scarlett Harv. Johansson mm-hmm. and, uh, had, had to go, I'm not going <laughs> to, I don't want to. What? Where else? Where else does Marvel go? What? What? Off of this? What do you? What do you look at well, in this movie? And what, I mean, what, obviously we, we're talking about Infinity Wars, and what, we know what, Black Panther's coming out. But where? What I think Marvel is going to do is uh, the only thing they can do really is they, you know, Infinity War is going to kind of it's going to be two movies, so they're going to kind of wrap up all of the characters they introduce. They're going to slowly start introducing new characters and have them kind of take over like the franchises because I don't think we're going to see Tony Stark as 
Iron Man forever. I think they're yeah, you know, he's got to be fifty four years old, right? Yeah. But but also the actors get tired of playing these roles. Mm-hmm. So you know you either have um, I mean there's been other Iron Man characters, especially mm-hmm. there's a, a girl that took over. Rescue? Uh, no, that was uh, that was Pepper Potts, and then Riri. Yeah, Riri. Riri. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's so, in my Marvel puzzle quest. Yes. <laughs> so I, I think there's a lot of options, but what what I love is, uh, I mean, if if I if I were as a fan, what I would like to see mm-hmm. is a mix of the old and new, the way they're doing with Marvel and also with Star Wars, is where you introduce these new characters, but you also have the old guards still around, and uh, you put yeah. them in the same. Like yeah, I, Star I like Wars seeing, totally does I like that. seeing everyone in the in the in the film. Yeah. Uh, and then you know you build from there. Then okay. Well, you've introduced these new characters, but you've also given me fan service where I see the uh, the old characters that I've already love. So yep. now, now I I'm ready to go with the new characters and see where you go with them. Yeah, and, and I I mean, there's it'd be neat if there was some sort of like kind of birds of prey kind of, you know, like a She Hulk, mm, um, right? Spider Gwen, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Just... I mean, how many people would know who the Guardians of the Galaxy were before the movie came out? No one. Yeah, absolutely right. no. You, you don't need you, you don't they don't need to have a huge, any backstory none or following or oh everyone you don't need that at all Marvel knows what they're doing yeah if Cable shows up everyone's like oh he's, he seems arrogant and then uh, <laughs> and then you're like good guy bad guy you're like well can't tell and uh, so he'll be in the new Deadpool movie will he uh, isn't Cable going to be in the new De- yeah Deadpool yeah. movie yeah well that's awesome mm-hmm. um, well because he's a mutant so that's under Fox Oh, okay. So that's right. Have you guys tried any of the TVs? Any of the TVs yes, programs? Yes, I have actually. I uh-huh. uh, Inhumans and, and uh, Inhumans, uh, no, because that one got clobbered in the ratings. I'm like, mm, if no one's liking this, I'm I'm probably not going to enjoy it either. Right. Uh, and I did watch Legion. Oh, Legion. And, and and it got a little too crazy for me. Like I liked it, but I was like, mm, it was I'm, a mess, but I'm, it was I'm, interesting. I'm tired of being confused every episode. Yeah. Uh, and then you. we're watching as a family. We're watching uh, The Gifted. Oh, but what so. about so it was like? But there's the two Daredevils, Iron Fist. Oh, the Netflix Defenders. ones. Yeah, the Netflix ones are great. The Netflix ones are are good. Even Defenders With the and exception Iron Fist. Of Iron Fist. Well, Defenders, I really like Defenders. Okay. Iron Fist no. is no. a, is a huge problem. Was no. it the casting or was it the writing? Or yes. Yes. Both. Yeah, both. <laughs> yes. Both. He was, yeah, the, he, was impo- the, he was cast poorly. Nothing nothing worked about that series. Well, if you remember, I I, I remember watching um, who plays Steve Rogers, uh, Captain America. Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Okay, yeah. uh, he was the Human Torch in the Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Right. And he was terrible. Right. And when they cast him as Captain America, I was like, no, let this guy. Get, get this guy a paper hat and a and a and a, and a, and a spatula. I don't fucking want to watch him be a superhero. And then he destroyed his. I mean, he's amazing. As he went to the America. gym first, right? Sure. <laughs> and uh, so you're saying that could be it that could, could be the Iron Fist guy. It was like, just, there he's, might be a, a, he's solid, but the like, here's the reason. Well, Finn Jones could be a good character somewhere else in the Marvel universe. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. with the right writing. He's right. oh, that's eh, he had his chance. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I thought of Chris. It's so it's kind of supported because he's not unbearable in the Defenders. Okay, just as part of a team, he was a little bit better. Or... Yeah, well, because he kind of got carried by the other characters. But I, I'll tell you, it's like there's nothing about him as an actor that screams to me expert martial artist. No, <laughs> that's the problem too. I just think that actor is the one. You, if you look at the most of those actors 
have heavy martial art backgrounds. Okay. Like the woman who plays Electra, black belt. Mm-hmm. The woman who plays what's her name, Wing. Um, Nightwing. Uh, no, no, Iron Colleen. Fist. Colleen Wing. Okay. She has a martial arts background. Um, they Misty all, Knight, probably yeah. not, but yeah. she could probably fire a, a weapon, and she's a cop. Yeah. <laughs> so There's only one arm now. So, but oh, he doesn't, right. and he's supposed to be. His character is a kung fu master like, deity, right? And so, if that guy's martial arts yeah, is his a little martial arts, beat a dragon. So he should be pretty good. <laughs> so if the, a, that actor didn't come from like. 15, 20 years of training, yeah. you're going to notice it. You're, you're going to see and, a and lot totally of see it. Starsky and yes. Hutch haircuts <laughs> running around there. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I, uh, yeah, did you ever read the Brubaker um, Iron Fist? Mm-mm. No. Uh-uh. It's outstanding. It was the only, I did, had never heard of Iron Fist. I read the Brubaker Iron Fist, and then I've never read an Iron Fist I liked since. Oh. But it's, so I, it's always weird what they choose to make a TV show out of. You're like, that guy? That had one, and granted, I think that Brubaker wrote it for probably 25 months, mm-hmm. so there's probably 25 issues of it, but maybe more. But I want it, I want, yeah. Collected in graphic novel form, can I grab it? I think so, I mm-hmm. think so. Yeah, just do Brubaker, Iron Fist, and uh, mm-hmm. it should all work out, but it's pretty great. That's what I like when you're on the show, I get a reading list <laughs> at, the, uh, at the end of it. It's we always are, get homework with Jack. Right. It's <laughs> like, are you, are you reading anything good? And I'm like... I, I feel like I'm not reading anything, like, book-wise. I, I want to brag about the nonfiction that I'm slogging through. But since I've been reading it now for two and a half months, and it's only 400 pages, I what should is, be What done. nonfiction are you reading? It's a history of uh, the library. It's a history of information. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's the history of libraries, monasteries, and, and, uh, and laboratories. And it's called wow. Reinventing Knowledge. <laughs> and it looked light for nonfiction. <laughs> And the uh, the history a, of reading. the history of libraries and monasteries wasn't a quick read. I thought it would be lighter. Oh wow! The <laughs> other not, I thought I'd already be on the other book that I bought, which was the history of uh, Judaism, Christianity, and Islam. And mm. Uh, mm. I haven't had a chance to start it, you guys. Oh, wow. And I've had a chance for it to stare at me from a mm. shelf while I instead read. Demanding to be read. I, I read what, a Nassau Tech manual and it just didn't float through <laughs> that what a way I thought it was. I weed off and I'm reading Lady Sherlock Holmes. You guys, I'm not saying I'm building character over here. Is what I'm saying. I got some new Mary Ballow romance novels that I gotta ch- ch- slog through. Lisa Kleppis. Oh, yeah. I gotta find. I need to find some kind of decent, not light, but like entertain, uplifting fiction because I've been reading like Noam Chomsky and Chris Hedges, and I'm like, oh, Oof. we're done. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. America's been a scam the whole little, time. A little okay. more hopeful. Yeah, yeah. There's a deep state, and it's they're <laughs> controlling everything. Right. The illusion of government is what it is. It's man. fantastic. You just need, <laughs> have you read Ready Player One? Have you? You must have yeah, read Ready, Ready Player One. Ready right? Player One is fantastic. Oh, that'll save you. Right. And they're yeah. making a movie. Yep. All right. Spielberg, right? Yeah. And I, I can guarantee you the movie's not going to be like the book because the book would be impossible to shoot. And the and um, yeah, and the book is a it's both adorable and heart-wrenching and uh actiony inside. It's 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 essentially and, Hunger Games for 45-year-old nerds. And if you if you grew up in the 80s, you'll be like, "Oh my god, this book was written just for me." And Ernest Cline did indeed write it for you. Okay. Yes. You will love. <laughs> so Ready Player 1. That All right, will, that will in, be uplifting. I'm getting it. I'm getting it now. By the um, way, Deadpool will Deadpool two will be out in June of next year. Oh, and we've got Josh Brolin as Cable. Right. So Deadpool comes out after Infinity's. But Deadpool's kind of its own universe. It's not really in that world at yeah, all. No. I mean, he's mm-hmm. Marvel, but 
Right, but he's a disaster. But, but he's, he's, a, he's Fox. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's very Fox. And I feel and like yeah. the Avengers, if in in that world, were like, oh, have you heard of this Deadpool guy? Like, ugh. and right, yeah, it's like he's it's, a it's like he's a bar bouncer, and they're like, ugh. right, it'd be more likely that he'll show up in a like a. A, I mean, they wanted to X-Men. use. They right. they wanted to put Wolverine in uh, Captain America: First Avenger as like a cameo because no one knows how old Wolverine is. Yeah, but yeah. there were rights issues because of uh, oh, you know Marvel Cinematic Universe right. and Fox owns the rights to the uh, the mutants. Yeah, yeah. For, I uh, just movies. watched, I just watched First Avenger and Winter Soldier again uh, two days ago. It was pretty great. Nice. And uh, I'm 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 in. I'm back. I'm I'm, right. I'm going. I'm slogging through my any DVDs. Clo- any closing thoughts on? Uh, Go Thor, see a movie. Ragnarok, other than go see it. <laughs> so let me ask you this: you, we all saw it in in two D. Do you do, would you recommend people seeing it in three D, or do you not feel it's not? Now necessary? that you've reminded me of the Valkyrie scene, I kind of want to see it in three D. I know. Yeah, yeah. I might. I might just go to the Chinese theater and go. That, can I just step in here for five minutes <laughs> and just give me some see glasses. this one scene? Right. Instead of giving you twenty two dollars, yeah. uh, I just how about I give you twelve can and I, I go in for this half an hour in the morning. I'll middle. buy a seven dollar popcorn. <laughs> just let me <laughs> I bought popcorn because I thought popcorn movie for sure. This one. <laughs> Have you guys seen the new soda dispensers where you can mix all the weird it's yeah, like yeah. a machine. They're the best. Mm-hmm. It's outstanding. <laughs> Cherry vanilla Coke Zero. Okay. Yeah. 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 Get ready. Thank you, New Jersey. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jackie Cajun, where can people find you? You've got some comedy shows coming up. You're doing your skits and bits. I'm doing my skits and bits at Jackie Cajun on all the social medias, JackieCajun.com. I got the Dork Forest podcast where I talk to people about what they love. And I got the Jackie and Lori podcast where Lori Kilmartin and I uh, talk about stand-up comedy, which we love. And hmm. where uh, where do you sell shirts on that uh, uh, podcast? Oh, let me tell you a little bit about uh, ComedyFilmNerds.com. <gasps> what a the fine store. facility. You can get my DVD as a download from Comedy Film Nerds at the store. It's called This Will Make an Excellent Horcrux. And uh, that is uh, the video of me telling jokety jokes. And then you can also get some of, my, some of my T-shirts and stuff and CDs from the store there. But also... Those are Dork Forest t-shirts. You can get uh, Jackie. It's the only place to get Jackie and Lori t-shirts yes. online. Exclusive mm. Jackie and Lori swag, everybody. Mm. And uh, the Jackie and Lori logo on that t-shirt about the size of the repulsor. The Iron nice. Man repulsor. So nice. know that in your heart. <laughs> and let it cover it. So <laughs> go to ComedyFilmers.com and cover your heart. Um, all right, that's our show. Thank that you, Jackie. Thank you, Aaron Brungart. Uh, keeping it real on the on the hot on the hot stick. I don't know what that <laughs> meant. Wow, I don't know what that meant. I didn't. I was going to say ones and twos, but a lot of people say that, and so I backed off of it. And then all I had was hot stick. You should have gone binary, zeros and ones. Yeah, <laughs> on the zeros and ones. Yeah, flip it around. <laughs> Only Jackie Cation would make nerd. that joke. Nerd, <laughs> nerd, big nerd. Right. You have your reading list. <laughs> you guys know what your homework assignment is. My name is Graham Elwood. And I'm Chris Mancini. And as always, remember, Han shot first. <laughs>